Hi, it's Rainy G with the Holistic Health Hotline. It's been almost two weeks. And uh, if you go on Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com, you may not see the numbers, but the numbers are up. Um, the review numbers are not up. You all need to write to BarnesandNoble.com and say, you're not putting my reviews on there because I have all kinds of emails from people telling me that they put the reviews up, and I know they did because I was on the phone with one of them over a week ago, and uh, Barnes & Noble still not putting them. So we're in a controversial place, and um, I can't continue to not podcast, which is what they want me to do, because they refuse to look at the book or my material or the material that you hear on these podcasts as um, being relevant, important, necessary, or good. So, um, so I'm back, and I'm going to talk today about shots for kids. That's in the book a lot, um, but over in Upper Marlboro, Maryland, uh, there was quite a thing going on on Saturday because the judge um, for a school system there, I think it was Prince George's County, um, wrote sent out letters to parents of more than 2,000 school kids who hadn't gotten vaccinated or couldn't prove that they were vaccinated and were going to either be expelled from school or their parents were going to be held for truancy and all kinds of things. And demonstrators were out in front of um, the circuit court all over the place on Saturday um, demonstrating against vaccinations, which is excellent. Because if you have read the book um, you and you've read other things too, you know that vaccinations can cause and do cause and absolutely do cause things like autism, death, comatose um, symptoms, uh, it, you name it, okay? The DPT shots, the MMR shots, the hepatitis shots, the flu shots, all cause things to happen because of what's in these things. See, if you know where a vaccination came from, um, the flu vaccination from the intestines of a dead sick monkey or a sick monkey who then died uh, is what's used for the flu vaccination is if that's what you want injected into you or your child we need to talk but um, all these things come from not good places and um, there's no reason for them read the history read the history of where vaccination started why most places in Europe stopped doing vaccinations or any kind of vaccines and any kind of things like that more than 50 years ago not the US no way you know why well it's a money thing and then people say yeah but the flu shots are free okay I can probably find and, and I and I haven't had time this week to look but I could probably find the right um, percentages of people who got the flu shot who then got sick and after they had the flu and got through it they added over-the-counter medications to help themselves feel better had a lingering cough or, or um, a lingering sinus infection so they needed according to medical authorities then antibiotics um, the lingering cough they probably needed prednisone which is um, a steroid to kill the inflammation uh, anything that could be related to the symptomology of the flu people went out and got over-the-counter drugs or prescriptions for so don't don't come back at me and say the flu shots are free so it can't be my thing you know you can cause things to happen you can cause change reaction chain reactions with uh, with medications and I think most people who at least listen to this program and, and read my books understand that and know that as a fact um, but we are making an impact and, and others who are talking about this are making an impact because we had so many people out in front of this courthouse who are saying they don't want their kids vaccinated and why um, 
Now, the problem is, is the state laws are state laws, and so the jerkos, the, the, the judges who thought it was cute that the kids were lined up in his courthouse to get their shots on the spot, uh, laughing, thinking, oh, wow, you know, it's like they're, they're standing in line for whatever. He thought that was cute. Um, those kind of people are not in the know about anything, but they do have the power. So the only way you can get out of, so far, in many states and jurisdictions, getting your child immunized for any reason is if you claim, um, well, probably mostly a religious exemption. You say that your religion, which which can be additional to your true religion, um, stops any, any kind of uh, abuse or injection or... Um, intrusion into the body and therefore you can't allow any kind of immunizations to happen but you have to say that because if you don't say that you're just in violation of the law and they will put you in jail and they will shoot your kid um, they, they actually became very heavy-handed about the whole thing and scared people and that's exactly what happens when you start to fight the system that is hurting us uh, a lot of the parents who got the, the letters felt like they were going to be put in jail um, immediately, uh, and and we're upset about it, and I don't blame them. You know, if you don't want your kid to have polio, mumps, measles, hepatitis B, chickenpox shots, and flu shots, um, it, you shouldn't have to have that. You're an American, you shouldn't have to have that. Okay? Any children who still lack immunizations could be expelled, or the parents could be then brought up on truancy charges, which is a 10 day of jail sentence for a first offense and 30 days for a second. Um, and then the state's attorney <clears throat> on Saturday, he wondered whether he was going to prosecute fa parents who failed to comply. Well, he has to sit down and figure it all out, right, with health service people from the schools. So that's who else needs to get educated are the health service people in the schools. People should have a choice. Um, and there was a, a man from the physician's group who actually opposed vaccines. Uh, I think his name was Charles Froman. He said that people should have a choice, and I agree. We we should not be forced to have poisons injected into our bodies or into our children's bodies. So um, look at it like this: like you can you can do the religious thing. Uh, I don't know. There's there's supposed to be a medical exemption, but I I think that would be harder to do because the doctors are not going to give you that exemption. So unfortunately, it's better to do the religious exemption. And the judge, by the way, who was laughing, thought that it was cute because um, what he he said it was like, um, oh, it's like their parents are dragging them to church. This is Judge Nichols. It was like their parents were dragging them to church. It's so cute. Okay, well, it's not cute to be be forcing poisons into children. And uh, so. You know, the action is do something about it. You you can fight it, and you can take some of the risks of fighting, but don't just comply. Don't just get afraid because they say that they're going to put you in jail. They can't, by law, put you into jail for not um, allowing your child to be abused. But you have to know that that's what you're defending. You're not just saying, I read something on the Internet or I heard something somewhere that these are no good, so I'm not going to do it. You have to come up with the right reasons that will legally get you off the hook from doing those kinds of things, okay? Um, we're making other impacts, and so is Lou Dobbs, obviously. We don't have the driver's license problem in New York anymore. People who are campaigning are doing a lot of things differently over the last couple of weeks, um, changing their 
stances on some things. Um, and you know what? That's what it's all about. We keep talking. You keep listening. You start doing things. You buy books. You you write reviews. You talk to people. You send letters. You email things. You send the podcast on, and people start talking some more. And when people start thinking and talking together, um, that's what affects change. That's powerful. If, if you sit back in your living room and watch television and don't say anything and just get mad all the time or stop listening to the news because it's so negative, um, don't listen to politics because you're not interested, then what happens is the world changes around you in ways that aren't good for you, that you don't necessarily want to have happen. And um, and then we're, we're, we're at a, uh, a bad place because it's very hard then to get people together. As long as we own this country, which we do, and you own it, <clears throat> then you have the right and you should have the um, the enthusiasm to do what needs to be done to help the country to change. You own it. It's the same thing we used to do as managers. You know, you're taught to do certain things, and as a manager, you're, you're taught to um, get your employees involved with their jobs and with the company so that they feel like they're part of the company, not just family to the company, but part of it, that they own it. Um, they become much more creative, and we need to get back into owning our country so that we can be more creative, especially about health care. Health care in America is um, is big business. It's in big trouble, and it is affecting thousands and thousands of people, hundreds of thousands, actually. And somebody asked me last week, well, how does that affect any other country? We don't have anything to do with any other country. Um, not true. The FDA, actually, in America pushes... Uh, uh, vaccinations and healthcare products on on um, oh, a host, I think it's 179 countries that we're involved with, and we tell them what to do and what's right. Um, and the pharmaceutical companies, with all of their power, clout, and money, uh, then continue to tell them what's right and what they have to do. And I don't work for a pharmaceutical company, nor do I live in Pharmacopoeia, America. I live in the United States of America, and um, I won't let them tell me what I'm supposed to do with, with my body and with the chemistry of my body. I won't allow it, and I don't think you should allow it. So it's that simple. Um, I had an argument with somebody this week because they, they thought that my politics around health and other things were dangerous and that uh, they could um, I could bring somebody down who's next to me or I could hurt somebody who's next to me. Well, it's not, I'm not that dangerous. I'm very controversial in many, in many courts, and um, some people think it's all baloney and malarkey, and other people think it's a little too radical, but in the end, what happens is when it comes full circle, um, most people know in their heart of hearts that nothing that I have said or say or have written about uh, is off the wall. It's absolutely what's going on around them, and it's only the ignorant who sit back and say that's baloney and it, it, it's impossible and um, there's no way that my country does that or that the pharmaceutical companies do this or that shots provide that. And, you know, um, and all I can say to those people is get educated. Don't have to listen to me. Go listen to somebody else or go read. And reading is uh, it's, it's not something that Americans do much anymore. Of. They, um, you notice I put the L at the end of that sentence. That's how bad our grammar is. Um, <clears throat> Americans are basically illiterate. They they uh, they um, don't read much of anything. They read a little bit about what's on the internet. They read their emails, but they don't read things for um, for what's really 
in them for, you know, you can't read a novel anymore. Ask anybody what novels they've read lately. Um, the highest selling books on the internet <clears throat> through Amazon or Barnes and Noble are not necessarily novels. They're either politically oriented or they're how-to books um, or, they're, or they're stupid books. <laughs> and most people don't read them. <clears throat> and then you get some people and, and there'll be classes of people, whether it's children or women or, you know, jocks, male jocks or whatever who read certain books all the time and that's all they read. And, uh, and they, they become a fan of somebody, then that person becomes God, that whatever they write is the Bible, instead of reading uh, a host of things around that subject and discerning with their own minds what the truth is and where the history came from and um, understanding that information, they just look at one thing and go from there. So. There's a lot of different things to be thinking about. Um, Christmas is coming. A lot of things that you can do to give to somebody. You can um, just give them the gift of this podcast and use it as a Christmas card. Use it as a Thanksgiving card. Thanksgiving's next week. I will be on once more before Thanksgiving um, to give you a little Thanksgiving thought, which comes from Native America. So I hope you pay attention on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. I'll put that up. <clears throat> but um, a lot of things happening because it's the end of the year. And whenever we reach the end of this linear time is when we start to think in a circular way. That's when it's interesting, isn't it? It's this linear time is the end of the year. Um, in Native America, there's no end of any year. It just continues on. But in our America, it is linear. We're in November. December is the end of the year, and January is the beginning. Um, and that's when we start thinking circularly. We start thinking about the people who we care about, the people who have heard us, um, why our heart aches over certain messages that are on television or on the radio or certain music that we listen to, uh, wondering who really loves us, I guess, and, and we judge all of that based on who invites us for Thanksgiving, who cooks the dinner, um, who sends us a Christmas card, who we're thinking about buying for. Um, there are better ways, and I'm going to discuss that on Tuesday or Wednesday. It's a, a much different podcast. It won't be so political. It's much more spiritual, so be prepared. Anyway, um, this is just a short get re in touch with kind of thing. I'm uh, touching base with you, letting you know that the orders are in for the books, and um, you're doing great, and I appreciate it. Um, specific people like Big Dave and, and uh, um, Tracy, and uh, Arlene, people who, well, I could name a lot more, but people who sent me the emails or, or did the reviews right away and, and tried to help out, tried to show their support. I love you dearly, and uh, I thank you for it. Renee and um, uh, um, Lori McCatton out there in Georgia, um, keep trying. Keep trying to get those reviews up there and um, and write them or call them and bitch at them because they're not going to move until they know that it's important enough that they're actually losing sales uh, to let this book get visible and to let people read it. There's not one review out there yet that is under five stars. And that's from all the editorial reviews, and there's been several. If you want the, the reviews, you can actually go to... Um, our website, earthwalk-usa.com, and click on book reviews, and you can read some of the editorial reviews on that page right there if you can't get them anywhere else. And for many of you who don't have computers or aren't using computers or only listening to this on MP3s or iPods or on um, CDs that I noticed you all are making, if you're doing that and you're not on the computer, um, 
I don't know what to tell you except that you, you need then to maybe go to the library or go to a bookstore and request the book and stop waiting for the time when you might get your computer up. Um, it's not a computer book. There is an e-book out there for people who have computers. They can read it right on the computers, $12. But but you can actually go to that place called a library or you can go to a bookstore and not just look at the books that they have piled on the front that they're trying to make sure are bestsellers because that's a whole business in and of itself that, that you should know by now. But go up to the book person and say, this is the book I'm looking for. I'm looking for both one and two, book one and book two. And... Um, and I also want to know about the reviews and make them find them for you. And that's the way you get the word out, and that's the way people start to learn the things they need to learn. Okay, I'll be back Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, have a great weekend. And uh, for all of you who are who have been loyal fans and great supporters, thank you, thank you, thank you.